everybody, and welcome to the Yak Podcast. I have a grand idea. No, that's my go-to. Hashtag travel. <laughs> I like that idea, but I think mine is better. I hate it when I have to explain my jokes. Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Getcha! <laughs> my name's Jamie. And I'm Mel. Let's jump into this episode. Rock and roll, ready to go, Mel. What's up? How's your day? How's your week? How's your Valentine's? <laughs> My day is going well. I'm excited because we're going on a little trip this weekend. That'll be fun. And this week has been Somewhere that you get to see the sunshine. Yeah. I need some warmth in my life. And my Valentine's Day was great. Good. Very good. A lot of fun things. Kids had parties. Flowers. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell the audience about your kids' Valentine's cards. All right. So I took a picture of my kids standing up like holding their hand out towards you if that makes sense towards me and so then um you know how you can like click on the picture and it outlines it and you can copy and paste it to something else yep. it's a feature on the iphone anyway so i just went into canva found a really cute valentine's card and like copy and pasted their body onto it and then i cut a slit like in their above their hand and below the hand so i could slide a sucker in so it looks like it's 3d <laughs> and they're holding out their suckers they turned out really cute, and they were, like, so easy. So that was a lot of fun. We got a lot of, like, giggles out of it. <laughs> yeah. She brought me one, and I just started laughing. Yeah. Just so creative. They're fun. A lot They're really fun. So, anyway. How yeah, was your yeah. Valentine's Day? My Valentine's Day was great. I did get some flowers. Ooh, they're gorgeous. Roses. Yeah. <laughs> and I had my brother and his wife and kids. They delivered me some sugar cookies and a little dessert thingy mm, mousse it was like a mousse anyways it was delicious so good yum so spoiled yeah <laughs> you know um all right so last week mel and i were talking and we decided that we need to really be careful about the topics that we talk about because it seems <laughs> it seems that almost every topic that we talk about we then get tested on the topics yeah. that we talk about. And so we're going to just kind of creep up on this topic, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Actually, the truth is, is if I know I'm talking about a thing, it's like that week. Before? I tested. Before. Okay. It's already happened. I already have a story for you. Oh, snap. Yeah. Okay, well, with that, we're going to creep up. On the topic of rejection, at least I'm going to. I wouldn't say that oftentimes I get tested before, even though sometimes I have stories that will come up that fall right in line, and that's perfect. I love yeah. it when that happens. But oftentimes, because we're so aware of the topic we're talking about, it seems like it's heightened. Mm-hmm. So, so you're gonna... more aware of it. It's like in the forefront of your mind. So Right. You so we're creeping it. up on the topic of rejection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes to be rejected. <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. Let's hear your story. The more I think about it, it's maybe not so much rejection as just getting in trouble. (laughs) But I was feeling rejection or feeling like just a little bit low. Okay, so my story is yesterday um, I decided that I was going to take Harvey out, get out of the house a little bit. And so we got ready and we decided to just go walk around the DI. And I like doing that with him because he's just so cute with all the toys and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we go to the DI. I picked out some things that I wanted to try on. And I've done this my whole life. But there's this ginormous dressing room on the end at the DI. 
And when I had kids, it was just so convenient to just pull the whole cart inside the dressing room. Yep. And let my kids just sit in the cart while I hurried and tried something on. Not having to worry about people taking my stuff. I don't know. It was just really convenient to be able to just pull everybody in. And um, so I did that yesterday. you got to find little strategies when you have kids, I right? know. To make life easier. And I decided to try something on. So I pulled my cart into this ginormous dressing room. Like, it totally has enough room. And when I came out, there was a worker waiting for me. <laughs> like, um, excuse me, you can't pull the cart in the you dressing room. Rules. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I won't do it again, kind of a thing. And she proceeded to continue to lecture me. Okay, <laughs> this is where I struggle. If I've already apologized and said I will not do it again, and they continue to say people ram carts into the mirrors and those mirrors cost $80, and, 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 and just sit there and, like, talk at me like that, that's when I start to lose my patience. And yeah. it's like, I heard you. I won't do it again. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and you start to get a little feisty. Yes. And I hate that about myself. Like, I want to be more patient, you know. And I even have the thought after, like, Mel, calm down. Like, <laughs> Jesus just says, turn the other cheek. Like, <laughs> do not get so fired up about it, you know. But it literally happened again, that same kind of situation. Like, a couple weeks before, Viva had her first volleyball practice, and um, we'd forgotten about it. And so I, like, had to figure out how to get her off the bus, because she wasn't going to be able to make it in time. Hmm. So she has, like, a watch that I can call. So I call her, and I'm like, sis, where's the bus at? I'll just meet the bus somewhere, and then I'll just come take you off the bus, you know? Anyway, she calls me, we're going to be by the skate park. I'm like, okay, I'll be, I'll be at the skate park. So I'm headed towards the skate park, and she calls back again, and she's like, actually, they say we can't stop at the skate park. We're going to be at the junior high. I'm like, okay, I'll be at the junior high. So I'm like driving all over town chasing this bus. Then she calls again, and she's bawling. They said I can't get off the bus. I can only get off the bus at home, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm coming to the junior high. I'll be there in a second. So I meet the bus there. I pull up, and this lady comes marching off the bus. She's like a bus aide. And she's like, it's illegal for you to take kids off the bus. We can only drop them off at home. It's for their safety. But And she's just, like, going off. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it won't happen again, you know. And she proceeds to just yell at me and tell me all the rules. And I'm sitting here thinking, they're my kids. I can take them off the bus. You know what I mean? Like, I it's illegal for you to not give me my kids, I'm sure. You know? <laughs> so I'm sitting here thinking, like, why do I do that? Why am I keeping in these situations where I'm like breaking the rules and then I'm getting these like lectures and I am like, I hate breaking rules. I really do. And Consider so it yourself makes a rule me, follower. Mm-hmm, I, I do. It makes it. me uncomfortable. <laughs> I like, I usually just try to keep things at peace. Like I don't want to, you know, ruffle feathers. And so you don't like contention. I don't like contention. I don't like confrontation. So these situations are really hard for me. And I walk away feeling like I am the worst. Like it feels like rejection. Like you're not doing anything right. Why am I so, you know, anyway, I don't know if that kind of falls under the same category, but it's like these stories that we play in our heads and like make ourselves feel like it was all me. Yeah. The way that I would say that this falls in the same line of rejection is the thing that I fall back on for anything like that, whether it be rejection or um, denied something, Mm -hmm. I don't know what all the words are, but 
my go-to is what do I make that mean about me? Mm-hmm. And I think that exactly. that's what probably got you flared up mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, sorry, I didn't know that that was a rule for the dressing room. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but I need my daughter to get off because we have a place to be. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to be the best mom that you can be. But then in these situations when you're being reprimanded and told that you're breaking rules, mm-hmm. you're like, no, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> and so what are you making it mean about you as a person when people are shaking their finger at you being like, listen up, you rule breaker. Yeah, I know. And that's going against your values and who you are as a person. Right. Of, no, like, I'm a rule follower. Yeah, I was just trying to make life easier. Like, I was just, or I forgot. Like, it was an accident. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's so true. Like, what it says about me and I don't like what's being communicated. Yeah. You, you don't know? even know me. Let me tell you who I really am. Yeah. Give me a chance here. Like, I won't do it again. Yeah. I won't do it again. Why are you still yelling at me? <laughs> Totally. Um, so in, in talking about rejection, Jay Shetty, he has a quote that I absolutely love. And that is, the more you experience rejection, the more things you'll have to celebrate. The less rejection, the less you'll have to celebrate. And I think that is, what that means is, like opposition in all things, right? Mm-hmm. If we aren't experiencing rejection then we will not recognize things to celebrate as much. Mm-hmm. Or it will be minimal celebration. Whereas if we're being rejected, let's say we're applying for a job and we get rejected 20 times. And then finally we get this job that we love. Like, what a celebration that is. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I would have gotten the first job, it's like, cool, I knew I'd get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it is just kind of it, what it is. Yeah. Versus like, oh my gosh, I have been trying to get a job that I love for... However long, Mm -hmm. 20 applications later, here Mm -hmm. I am in my dream job. Yeah, and the growth that can happen from that rejection. Like, I improved my, um, oh, what's it called? The paper you give them. Resume. Oh, yeah. You know, and I learned some new skills because I had to be better interviews. And, you know, so you really can progress through that experience. Even though it's hard, it's easier to recognize the success in it, for sure. Yeah. And I am bringing a study to the podcast today. It's been a minute mm-hmm. since I brought a study. Yeah. I know. You're all applauding me currently. I've been missing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there was a study that showed that if you picture or visualize or go back to a time when you were rejected, um, whether that be rejection of um, maybe on the playground, like people didn't want to play with you, right, as a kid, or your first kiss, mm-hmm. or... Um, a job or being trying out for like a sports team or a play anything that that involves rejection if you visualize and go back to that moment and then you were to go take a test your IQ is actually lower for time and so you're not going to perform as well on that test right and so when I think of that test and then think about getting yourself into a situation and thinking what do I make that mean about me Obviously, our brains are just making up stories, right, to try to, like, equal out where our brain levels are. Or, like, make sense of why I got rejected. Yeah. It has to make sense in my mind. Yeah. They wouldn't reject me for no reason, Mm -hmm. so what's the reason? And that's when your brain starts firing all these crazy ideas as to why you got rejected. And it's to keep you safe, most likely. But it still hurts. It hurts, you know, as you think of scenarios, situations... Anyway. Yeah, but I think that after rejection, we're trying to be like, okay, what's the next game? What's the next move? What's our game plan here, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you're getting rejected, knowing of this study of how our our IQ levels drop, 
if you get rejected, take a minute. Don't make other decisions. Don't proceed with where your brain's taking you. Uh, don't jump into, okay, I guess I'm not smart enough for this. I guess they don't love me. I guess I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, just breathe. Yeah. Take a second, breathe, and really listen to, okay, what do I make this mean about me? Mm-hmm. And it might take a few days or a week or whatever to be like, okay, we're good here. Like, yeah. only thing that means is I've been redirected. Yeah. Because that thing was not for me. Yeah. It's almost like reconciling with that experience. Like, okay, I can see it clearly now. Because in the moment, you're like flustered and hurt and all those things, but you can't see it clearly. But after like sitting on it for a little bit, which we talked about before, sitting in it. Sit with it, yeah. You get more clarity and you can look, look at it from more of like a third party perspective almost and say, okay, now what's my best move? It's much easier to make a smarter decision in that case. Yeah, totally. Than when you're flustered. Because, like, even when I was at the DI, like, if I would have had to make a split decision after I just got yelled at like that, where was I in my head? I was mad. You know? You would have made aggressive decisions. I would have made aggressive <laughs> decisions. You know, I'm going to stick some gum on that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Clean this up. <laughs> I could have done a lot of, you know, horrible things or something. Anyway, not that I would have, but just in that mindset, you're not thinking clearly. Yeah, totally. Um, and then just briefly to comb over rejection in relationships. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm almost 40 and I'm still single. I've been rejected a time or two and I've done the rejection a time or two, right? And I think that both are hard. Mm-hmm. I don't like rejecting people. I don't like making people feel bad. And I don't like to feel bad when I've been rejected. Mm-hmm. Um, so to keep that in mind of there's two involved right and not not it's not just all about you all the time but okay they rejected me and nine times out of ten it's not hey I hate you I'm rejecting you Mm -hmm. it's it's just not a good match Mm -hmm. right and I have learned that like I'm worth more than waiting for somebody to choose me if they've rejected me yeah you know and so that's in dating I don't know how many listeners we have that are in dating in the dating world but um you're worth so much, so to get hung up on, I'm rejected and I'm going to get hung up on that relationship is only holding yourself back. Mm-hmm. It definitely is stealing happiness. Yeah. And like the time that you devote to that. Yeah, for sure. I know like rejection would probably apply to marriage a lot differently because mm-hmm. you're both planning on not leaving the relationship um, or at least you know, you're not to that point yet. And so hopefully never, but I would say that there's still a lot of rejection happening in smaller ways. One example I can think of would probably be like in the ways that we show each other love. And we've talked about that a lot. Um, constantly expecting someone to love you the way you want to be loved and rejecting the way that or they the way choose that you to love you. recognize love. Exactly. And you're probably doing it without even like realizing it or acknowledging it. But a lot of times I think we try to show love to our spouse and they don't recognize it as love or don't appreciate it. Like we want them to appreciate it. And so that feels like rejection. And so then we stop doing that thing, you know, cause they're not going to appreciate it anyway. But we have really, I don't know. It's really hard, but we have to try to figure out how our partner is showing us love and accept that love and not reject that love 
And as they continued to spend time with us and they were free to show love in their own way, I think they pick up on what you need, the way you do need to be loved. It's kind of like a growing process in there. Um, so just trying to be really aware of how your partner is showing you love. And it can yeah. be in the smallest ways. If they open your door for you, you know, it's like, wow, thanks. Yeah. Acknowledging the little things so that it, it doesn't feel like, I don't know, rejection's almost a big word for that because it's such a small instance. But it is that in a sense of I'm not, I'm not going to appreciate the way you're loving me, so it's rejection, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa. I don't. I would say it's, I don't recognize that you were loving me in that moment and it feels like rejection. Yeah. Yeah. Does that work? Mm -hmm. Am I following? Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. So maybe, just an idea for all of you lovers out there, if you're picking up their underwear and you sit and you just put it in the laundry basket and say, I picked up your underwear because I love you and you wink at them. (laughs) And make them aware. I'm doing the dishes because I love you and you wink at them. You know? Exactly. And then just that playfulness of that will remove that rejection that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't recognize this as a form of love. Mm-hmm. No, they don't recognize. The... Yeah, they don't recognize that as a form of love when it is. So call it out. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Because it gets so stuck in the mundane everyday tasks mm-hmm. that it almost goes unnoticed. I don't know. Romanticize your life a little bit. Romanticize your life. (laughs) I like it. I think a lot of men show love in physical touch. And so... That one's messy. (laughs) I don't know about your choice of words, sister. Oh, boy. (laughs) You know what I mean. I think we have a lot to learn in in that category. In physical touch, here's a little tip. This is something that my husband actually taught me. He said, men and women are very different. We know this, right? Our hormones are very, very different. And men are usually at like level three, ready to go here for it. A woman starts at one every single time. How do I get a woman from one to three? It's actually like a process. Because she enjoys level three just like a man would, but she can't jump into it like a man can. That's the difference. Mm. So... It starts when she's doing the dishes or whatever, and you go tell her she's pretty. Whisper she's pretty in her ear. Ooh, whisper. Whisper. (laughs) Whisper. (laughs) And then it's a little conversation when you're getting ready for bed, asking how her day was. All of this is building up. It's like, okay, she starts at a one, then it goes to level two. That's when you can start touching. Like, men... Do not touch your wife until she's already had some communication. That's a huge, huge, huge thing. Build the communication. Build the emotion. Yeah, like if a woman's doing the dishes and you just walk up and grab her butt, that's not doing anything for her. That that makes her feel more used than loved. Mm -hmm. But if you walk up and talk to her and ask her how her day was, that's level one. Number two, okay, now we start touching. Number three, we can get, you know, more connected. Physical! Physical! Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I thought that was really eye-opening. Yeah. Because a lot of women are like, what's wrong with me? How come I'm not in the mood? How come I don't want to just jump in? He's and on the opposite, the guy's, why am I always feeling rejected? Yeah, she doesn't yeah. desire me, you yeah. know? And it, so it's actually like rejection on both sides. And this is a really unhealthy thing where you feel like you're unconnecting. 
when this is actually a tool that's supposed to bring you closer together. So if it's done in the right way, it can be really connecting and it's, it's great, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I thought that would be helpful. It made me kind of understand myself a little bit and be like, oh, I'm not broken. It's not me. It's us. It's just the way we tick and that's okay. And for him to understand that and respect that about me, like makes me feel loved. Even, you know, the fact that he's learned that and shared that means a lot. So, yeah. And all of that to say, if you want less rejection, as far as your marriage relationship, it comes back to communication. Mm Mm-hmm. Always, always, And sometimes those conversations are not easy. Mm -hmm. And they can make you feel like you're going to be rejected even in having the conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's got to be done. You don't get as as much celebrating if you're not willing to attempt the rejection. Yeah. And like, okay, last story. Yesterday, or actually, it was Valentine's Day. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. It was for us, but this is coming on Tuesday. Okay. Anyway. Last week. Okay. <laughs> um, it was Valentine's Day, and we wanted to spend that type of quality time together, right? Well, we kind of started, and it just wasn't vibing for me. And so I had to use communication in that moment. Now, how often do people do that, do you think? I think it's pretty rare to, talk, to stop and say, hey, let's do this instead. Or can we try this? This will help me get there. And to have the respect and, like, he was totally on board, not offended, not, like, it wasn't, I wasn't being offensive. I wanted to participate in that, but I wanted to come as my real self. Mm-hmm. I refused to, like, act in that scenario, like, act in that. Pretend. Yeah. Or pretend that I'm drawn or pretend, you know, like, I don't like that feeling. And so it's like, if I'm going to be actually in this, we have to change what we're doing. So let's try this instead. Or, you know what I mean? And it felt so much better and more genuine. He was respectful and turned out to be a wonderful, wonderful connective evening, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it does. It just comes down to communication. So. Yeah. I love it. Love it so much. Okay. Well, that's all we got about rejection. Um, Know that rejection is redirection for the most part to... Figure out something new. Figure out a new process. Learn how to do something better. And to become the better person that you're trying to be. So that you can achieve that thing that initially you were rejected on. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. Have a good one. See you guys.